Hello and welcome back to Black Okachi Views. I'm your host Christina. We are back for the fifth episode of The Flash. I know it's it's uh it's late as fuck. Welcome to being black. <laughs> uh, I will debate if I should cut that out or not. <laughs> You'll know if which side of my angel and devil one. Uh, we are back for Armageddon Part 5. This episode was written by Kristen Kim, directed by Minhaj Huda, who I really like directing. Between him and Chad Lowe, they do... Well, actually, uh, the last five directors, they've all done something different, interesting with the camera. So seriously, kudos to them. Because they was picking up some of the writing slack. Uh, even if, you know, apparently we was titting for a tat on which, uh, which couple or which part of the, the Cecile Joe West couple can overact in a scene. <laughs> oh, it's like, hold my drink. <laughs> I'm probably the only person that feels that way. And I'm, I'm totally fine taking all of the trash being tossed my way. It's, 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 I'm okay with that. But uh, this actually wasn't a bad episode. I gave it a 9.4 out of 10. I wasn't dreading watching it or anything because I did watch it just today. I was just spoiled. And it was, the person felt bad. They, for some reason, thought I watched the episode on Tuesday. Jumped in my inbox. Was like, can you believe they took his speed? I was like, motherfucker. What in God's name are you doing? Back off, you crazy bitch! So from that point forward, I was just... I don't know, it wasn't high on my list of things <laughs> to get to. Now, if you told me Iris put a bullet in the back of... back of his dome, then yeah, I probably would have been... that would have been the type of spoiler where I would have been on top of that shit. But alas... There were a lot of things going on, you know? We had The Expanse. I finally started reading The House of Dragon. The kid is out of the house. Bitch, I'm trying to get drunk. 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 So, of course, that means my playlist of documentaries <laughs> has exceeded its maximum allowance, and that's... Like, I just want to zone in and zone out. But let's go ahead and zone into this episode. Because <laughs> I feel like I've talked for five whole minutes with that, without even really addressing. So there were things I really enjoyed. And I think we'll just start there. And then we'll go into the things I did not enjoy. Because I didn't write any notes down. Um, I did love that we picked up right where we left off last episode. Cons considering that it was two different directors and writers. So I thought that was smart. Looks like people were actually in the room this time writing the script. Thank you. Uh-huh, honey. I'm gonna hope this is not gonna be another giggle fest. Get myself under control. So Barry reunites with Joe and he tells him, look, he died. For like the second time in my memory, the first one was a lot more traumatic, you know, because I was right there and shit. So was Iris. I watched it happen. It was nice to see Joe. I don't think you can ever really kill Joe because he really does hold a lot of the glue together. And I'm glad to see that they show what his place is within the team. Even if he's not a cop anymore, which that's fine. He needs to retire his old ass down. He didn't work long enough. He's not old, but you know what I mean. He got like grown ass children. At some point you retire. Or at least you do light duty. You don't be in the thick of things like he, he's been. 
he's allowed to have retirement and he got a fucking newborn he got to start that shit all over again at like 50 can't imagine how much that would suck so i mean she ain't a newborn anymore lord knows she i swear to god it's gonna be like a soap opera jenna gonna roll out and be like 15 (laughs) we ain't never seeing that baby ever and it don't matter because i keep forgetting covid covid we're still in covid you can't bring no babies on set well actually that's not the case because i think i saw in foundation there was children at least but if it isn't a huge plot point i totally understand why i go through the hassle the best part of the scene was not the reunification however it was the fact that i get more damien dark this is fucking awesome i actually love how they did justice to this character and they showed how villains can choose their own fate and you see that he was himself a villain even though it was very rapidly you know (laughs) brought about but it stayed consistently when it came to his child he realized something in himself that he he didn't before and he wanted to be a better person for it and due to that he was able to give closure he was able to say goodbye to his daughter once again and it really shows that you know you can be a villain and turn good that's what we've seen a lot on the flash and it can be done properly and not i mean that's just the perfect send-off for them versus kind of when they try to do the things with like the mirror verse lady it's like ah mm, i think your ass should be in jail but yeah i was just happy to see him (laughs) i loved uh how joe was very surprised because barry's like um let me go get that time stone for you because he doesn't know why he has remained why he hasn't erased and his daughter hasn't come back so he wants to investigate he tries to tell him you know what you're doing is heroic but he says i'm just being a father and joe's face was hilarious what the hell is the world coming to so thorn becomes the center of this episode and i'm not sure i'm going to debate it into the end of time i'm sure many other fans will because it seemed in a lot of ways as if they were putting to bed the Thawne character. However, what Thawne did last episode, what he went to the time vault to do, that had no actual bearing on what happened. Other than to say that this is some type of plan. Like Despero feels as if he was um, a distraction wow whatever thorn or whomever thorn was going to um recruit like why would you need to go to the time that's the only thing where i would love to say it was him and despero teaming up and that could still be part of it but i feel like there's another missing piece because why would he go to the time vault and say you're gonna help me is he talking to yeah he activated gideon so um (laughs) what did he do there that was never addressed so i felt while this on the surface was a huge win but in reality it all went according to plan dawn's plan (laughs) he's like i got plans on top of plans y'all you know my plans got plans and he was just way too fucking calm this episode we have seen thawne rage there's no way he would be dying and he would not take bad like i don't know what he it felt as if he was pushing people in one direction i don't know i don't know i don't know i just don't trust that motherfucker and he stay like 40 steps ahead like two he's from like two centuries from now has our intelligence even caught up to the point where he i mean can you imagine what the textbooks look like shit 
can't even get with the math they doing right now i'm like what the fuck is all this so the worst character of the season thus far (laughs) i started off really giving him the benefit of the doubt like cicada but alas uh he he just continued to be annoying and i really despise the fact that the whole time barry's just standing there talking to air like just show yourself motherfucker why you need to i just <laughs> if i was walking by i'd be like is the flash on crack i think he fucked up y'all get the cameras out he fucked up talking to himself and shit that's why I don't even show up yet. First, the Flash or the Reverse Flash, Thawn, shows up at CCPD. I bet he's just part of the Black Lives Matter movement. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it back because I'm brown. Eric, I see you. <laughs> they ain't had shit to do except get fucked up. So then Mia Queen shows up because she's looking for her brother. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about and very quickly she realizes going after a speedster with an arrow is like bringing a knife to a gunfight but before she gets marked barry shows up what was taking him so damn long (laughs) he was making the rounds he went back to star labs just to sit back with the team and they're like yeah our day was normal wow you clearly went through some stuff and things and they brought up the fact that it, I didn't realize that they were married in the in that timeline. Frost and whatever his face is. And you had the whole, you know, what about me and Chuck? Apparently that's sticking. I even Googled, man, like maybe I'm missing something. Maybe Chuck is like short for for Chester. Nah. Google said no. So Thon announces to Barry when he knocks him flat on his ass. He's also like going in and out. That he is asking upon witnesses to help save his life because I guess <laughs> if you're so confident that you know these people and that their their angels always gonna win over their devil then why the fuck would you need witnesses to to see if they'll save his life then do everything in your power to make sure they want to kill you just doesn't make any sense now if this is leading up to something which i have to believe it is that's the only that's the only out i'm giving you otherwise i'm coming back to roast you some more on this writing uh because there were some other lines where i was like that that does not compute and i don't mean in a it's over my head i mean it's one plus one does not equal four type of math going on there so once they take him back to to star labs put him in another force field as if he hasn't got out of those before and discuss amongst themselves about what to do next that's when despero shows up just keeps rolling up in the hallway just popping his ass yeah i went to the future as if that wasn't always an option like what i went to the future the first time left half cock with little information (laughs) didn't think to let shit play out i don't know this guy he's all types of fucked up in the head and clearly wants to prove uh, something to some parental figure that he disappointed a long time ago why don't you love me daddy mia cannot believe that uh they're not just gonna let their greatest enemy die and all of the points that they were making in this episode when they were arguing were very valid points like he did this shit to his own self the timeline is killing him not us let nature take its course technically he's dead already this is just a very meaty core uh, meaty ghost i didn't know how i was gonna feel about um 
Mia Smoke, Mia, I don't know what the last name is. She is the new Green Arrow, the daughter of Felicity Smoke and of Oliver Oliver Queen. Is it Mia Queen? Yes, not Mia Smoke. Makes sense to take your daddy's last name. I actually did like her. Um, I thought she was going way too damn hard on that punching bag that somehow is in the middle of the hallway in Star Labs. Don't call it a comeback. But Iris comes to talk to her, discuss the fact that she's here for a reason. What's going on? She tells her that her brother William is missing. Didn't even know you had a brother. And that she followed a temporal science and it led her to Thawne here. However, Thawne doesn't have anything to do with it. And now she's back to square one. All she has is this little thing. Did I need the flashback? Is there a Young Justice arrow? I don't know. I, I haven't caught up with anything on CW other than the Flash lady lately. Because it's been a disappointment. Naomi, the show, do not let me down. I need so I need another reason to tune into this app. Iris is concerned that she's been out there being her daddy murking bodies because she all of a sudden has become the Oliver Queen cheerleader. The keeper of his legacy. But you know what? I liked it. <laughs> I'm going to clown it just for a second. Because we ain't never seen them close for a day or a second. However, she has been... I mean, Felicity was her only friend for a very long time. So, I get it, sis. And I like that we don't have to hear Barry doing it all the time. It was nice actually seeing Iris really step up as a motherly figure across the 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 flash verse because we don't call it Arrowverse anymore <laughs> for those still holding on to that and i thought their interactions were really good i actually thought they had some good chemistry and even though she turned on her real quick and was like you should want that motherfucker dead he stole your life he tried to trick your ass into marrying him you fucked that man <laughs> He got memories he should not have. Kill him. <laughs> that was enough too. Because she came right in. You're right. We need to murder him. But first, Caitlin has her one-on-one. -on -one because she figures that he's going to disappear in two hours. And then he decides that he needs to roast her life. Oh, you've been here for the last eight years. And what do you have to show for yourself? A dead idiot of a fiancé? You fucking bitch, why you bully me? Everyone asking. But she got her moment to say, look, I know that things have not, you know, been ideal for me the last eight years, but don't get it twisted. I'm here because I want to be here. And these people are not my co-workers. They're my family. And the only thing I think about is hating you every single day. So while you're so, so very, you know convinced i will save you you have very effectively convinced me not to because i didn't really want to save your ass anyway so all three of them are united even barry after talking to despro because he tells him you need to kill him it's for the best of all time of all mankind your enemy comes back you gotta kill him barry tells despro why don't you kill him yourself he's like i cannot do that because that will not ensure that he's finally dead. Okay, that would be all well and fine if you didn't spend the rest of the episode after they decide not to kill him, trying to kill him. I swear to God, I swear to God, you stupid bitch. Uh, the Teen Titans. Chuck. <laughs> and Allegra are, uh, are saying they should not kill this man because... I care about you guys and I don't want you to have bodies on you. And I'm sure somewhere in the fandom, everyone looked at each other and then at Iris and Barry. See, I know you like my swagger. No strap when I come through. Chain hanging like 
too smooth, nigga. Y'all actually came on the team at the perfect timing that Barry went through some emotional growth. <laughs> Cause if you was in season three, bruh, or season two, it's pretty pretty. I wouldn't want to be somebody in Star Labs. <laughs> Cause your life gonna get fucked up in some capacity. Cause it comes y'all ain't lost nobody yet. Which is why they I got where they was kind of like, when, when it comes to Thawne, you really don't have a say-so. And it's true. You don't. But you can, yes, and that's what they did, speak to them as people instead of the person. But at the same time, like, seriously, it's almost as if you knew that a nuclear weapon was going to drop and you had the the... You had the code to stop it, and you did not. I mean, he's he's a, he admits, even when Barry goes back to talk to him, like um, I actually love this confrontation because it really showed that Barry has grown up. He was l- addressing him as a man. He didn't get shy away. He didn't flinch. He didn't let him get in his head. He's just like, what? like what's the deal? Why you fucking hate me so much? What did I ever do to you? Um, well, we need two centuries from now, you know, and I had just discovered this thing called the Speed Force. And, uh, I was just about to make my debut in front of this crowd and your ass showed up and you stole the scene. You stole the show. You saved the people and you hurt my pride. I felt humiliated. <laughs> Where is that from? You humiliated me. Oh, that's from the expanse. Um, <laughs> when Bobby said that's just what flashed in my brain right now. So, yeah. And Barry's like, that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's what so- sociopaths do, bruh. That one little thing you've been holding on. Because I showed up at the wrong moment that I didn't even know I was showing. Bitch, you, ain't you, like, ain't you, ain't you a speedster? Why don't you go back in time and have that moment? <laughs> Just relive it. Just go back. You could have had Nora West rewind that moment for five seconds to get your shit on. Um, if the, <laughs> basically, what Barry concluded was, you are not a rational person. Let's kill this motherfucker. That's when Papa Joe shows up and he is not happy to hear Barry and Iris. He said, uh, I need to talk to you too. <laughs> I wanted to, you know how you're a kid and you get in trouble and you want to be like, but he did it too. That's how I really wanted them to point to Caitlin. <laughs> like, what was she, why did she not get the lecture? Why, why only we get the lecture, dad? Like, if you was over his house, everybody get in trouble. Don't matter if that's your kid or not. Anyhow, <laughs> he lets them have it. And he's like, you mother, you better. He started screaming at them. I was like, damn, Joe. You gonna pop a vein, bruh? Calm down. Your blood pressure. I know you've been eating a lot of them ribs. <laughs> we don't need to get this upset. Uh, but that's all it took, though. That's de- that's for damn sure. See, other parents, they're like, "Ugh, I don't feel like it. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try to do my way, and then something else will happen." One talk, one talk. They came back in the room with a whole different. So we're actually just gonna take it speed, <laughs> cause Joe's like, "I'm gonna get my belt out." Everybody getting whoopings. And nobody wanted none of that smoke. So they all decided, with Caitlyn included, that they're just going to take his speed away from him. And that would solve the problem. I will say that Joe was right to be mad to say, like, wait, bitch, you already know how to save him without killing him. And you're just <laughs> sitting on that information. <laughs> like, clearly that was the better thing to do. And anything else would be revenge warranted warranted but revenge nonetheless uh iris 
doesn't have another conversation with mia yet for some reason i thought she did in around this point no there was something i wanted to bring up because that's why it popped in my head iris and mia uh she also told her that she needed to talk to her mom and we know that iris is not okay with daughters not talking to their mothers (laughs) over stupid shit or in her case uh valid shit despro he engages barry in a fight because he's like i'm the only person that can make decisions that are right not the people who actually are from this place and have way more interest than me that is practically a refugee that is when barry figures out that despro is actually the person that was kicked out of kalinor and not the last survivor as he was trying to put out there uh, he's like, oh, you trying to make yourself the hero. They're trying to make a, a correlation between him and Thawne. He too was a straight psychopath trying to tell himself or coming up with justifications that were just irrational. Basically, what the Flash is saying is these type of villains are mentally unstable. Like some of the fans that be in the, in the chats and the Twitters. And that, you know, when you're mentally unstable, you can try to tell whatever story you're trying to tell. The truth of the matter is, you're a fucking evil person (laughs) that has evil thoughts and terrible, terrible reasons for your actions or you justify your actions that are all terrible. And uh, that's when he goes back to Star Labs and needs some technology from Chester to take him down or depower him getting rid of his fucking eyeball <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much how he's taken care of i really liked some of the effects like the boots when they they showed up those was nice those was that was that was mwah, okay um even the explosion was great but that first that first little battle between him I, I I wanted to appreciate it more, but it was a struggle for me. Mainly it's because I just hate, I hate the character or the uh, the thing that is Despero. So it could just be that. Um, What else? Oh, at Star Labs, it was nice to see Iris also stepping back into that co-leader role where frost and allegra want to go out and help barry but she's like nah my man can take care of that we need to protect thorn because we know that he probably got another plan up his ass and so just as the women are going to to protect the man they are taken out by mia because despero has hijacked her mind or mind controlling her she throws some arrows into the room i really love that shot i don't know why it just got me but the arrow coming right at iris and her tossing that gun what the fuck is this i don't know why that felt so organic to me she's like fuck that shit (laughs) and she ducking and diving unfortunately um the other Caitlyn, <laughs> what to say? The other Frost, Caitlyn takes an arrow. Iris is like, "No, you're you're in there somewhere," and you have Cecile doing something with her powers. I'm I, I wasn't annoyed by it though. I will say I, I don't know what she was doing. She was like, "Take my powers and help fight it," and you knew with the sound that something was going on. And well, it made sense at the moment. Cause ain't no way it, it, it felt better than let me give you these words about who you are <laughs> at least there was something other going on and then mia is able to break her connection and not attack everyone she's like i'm so sorry and that is when barry comes back and takes him out then he comes back with just 20 seconds left to drain thawne of all of his speed to prevent him from being erased from time they uh name drop cisco so uh we got that we got that uh, he's gonna go to argus for a very long time or 
you know, whenever he decides to come up with some other evil genius type plan. They decide to celebrate, and since, you know, Thorn tried to, because he's like, You took my life! Karma, 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 chameleon! You come and go! You come and go! It's like, and we about to celebrate in the place you tried to make my wife yours. So he booked the whole damn place. He's like, yeah, I'm about to spend this blood money. <laughs> and I did really enjoy it. It was so extra, but it was nice seeing them all walk in. Dressed. I was like, look at fucking Cecile over there. She's so short, but the whole strut, it, it, it was, uh, it was, it was nice. It was nice. Loving the crew. has a talk with iris after uh damian dark shows back up he's like i heard what you did to somebody <laughs> and puts a knife to his throat and everyone's like they're there child she's like i need a stiff drink uh oh that's the line i loved from damian where he's like is that a super villain he's like well thank you <laughs> i love him so much so freaking much I like, I hope this is never the last time I see him. I will not be happy. But he doesn't know why he's still there. Because, you know, the time has elapsed and his daughter is not. He's getting concerned. Barry says, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. And he gives him a, gives him a pat and said, you know, we already did. He walks away. He goes and congratulates the newbies after frost convinces chester to go over and you know hit on your girl which he promptly does and they're both really stupid <laughs> and it was kind of cute i have to say not shipping them but it was when barry came over it was like what's with you two what, what, what we're talking just right here we're just having a conversation we're using words what's up barry <laughs> it's like i just wanted to you know thank you for your feedback have a good night that was awkward. That is when Joe has a conversation with with Damien, and uh, they talk about how he was better as a father. He got better as a father, and him realizing that that was the change for him. And you had Joe saying, "Well, maybe you know you're here because you have something else to do. You have unfinished work." What was up with this scene, though? That I enjoyed, like what? because uh, Joe was given the time stone and he says what are you saying a prayer or saying a, a, a spell and he's like more like a prayer and he gave it to him he gifted him with that time stone right I don't know what that means I just know it means something and I am interested to see where it goes then we have him being like West but he is finally reunited in the between life with his daughter and at least he's able to see her one last time. And that was his reward for for his sacrifice. I thought that was beautiful. She ends up at the place where they're at. And she's confused, doesn't know what's going on. She looks at Team Flash. She looks at Barry. She looks at Iris like, I don't understand. And then you had Joe coming in because only Joe can get you through this, you know? Lovey's like, you coming to arrest me? I'm not a cop anymore. Like, I don't give a fuck. And it's him that gets to tell her the story about her father being a hero. I thought that was really nice. Did I mention the Iris and Mia conversation where she said she's going to talk to her mother? Oh, yeah, because Iris got, like, all she did was show her a little bit and she came through with the information. I loved it. I was like, oh, this is my journalist, Iris, like, being able to just research things. She got people on people now, y'all. She got people on people. I was just really excited about that and them really I really just enjoyed their connection a lot more than I actually like I said I don't watch Arrow I didn't know about Mia um, didn't know about the actress 
And um, I thought, finally, a, a, a combination, too, that makes sense. And she brings up the fact that her children visit her all the time. You two would get along. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> what does that mean? I was like, are we going to be seeing more of her? And then is this all leading to a backdoor pilot of some kind for Young Justice or I don't know, whatever the teen version is of superheroes in the DC universe? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Young Justice. So now that the timeline has changed in CCPD, we see Bart Allen and Nora West Allen in a photograph with Eddie Thawne. Y'all. Yeah. Y'all. Yeah. Y'all. Yeah. Y'all. Yeah. If I get Cobalt Blue, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> I have been wanting this for seven years straight. I have been wanting Eddie Thon back and playing a villain because I think he would be so good at it and I actually really love the actor and I think he would play I mean oh it's the it's the 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 the, the one thing that could have broken Wes Allen the drama alone and that one little bit of controversy oh oh that was the best part of this. That turned this episode, everything I didn't care for. I think I said I was going to break it down to things I didn't, but I ended up recapping everything. Um, mainly, I think I've talked about is the Despero stuff. Uh, and then maybe a little too much with the Joe West scene. And what else? I think that pretty much was it. I, did I give a rating for this episode? I don't think I did. I actually gave it a 9.8 out of 10. Um yeah i don't i don't know what to expect in the second half um i blocked my inbox <laughs> on things you could just stick in my inbox and um i don't want to know so um you know who you are sasha will just tell me shit like god damn it <laughs> but uh alas i am i'm i'm super hyped i'm super hyped for the next episode more than i was the whole entire crossover and i really enjoyed the crossover i thought this was probably one of the most successful crossovers in a really long time in about two years and it was a crossover done in a manner that i think crossovers should be it doesn't need to be epic movie events all the time trying to uh cater to too many egos right you had just a crossover with just enough b points and one hero and then maybe you do it in another show where the hero is the the top part and then you bring other b characters in for maybe a five-parter that is smarter way smarter than trying to overextend your budget on something that you're trying to make happen that isn't going to drop jive as well or is it going to pay off because sometimes the crossovers start so strong and then they end up falling a little flat or they're just not that interesting because it's too many too many people in the room that i don't know what the fuck is going on with because that's you know pick it up on drama that i'm supposed to know about like huh <laughs> i don't know anything about this like yeah a, a few lines or so but otherwise i think that yeah this is, was very organic very well uh managed and i think uh is a good showing for the first the first graphic novel of this season graphic novel five i believe is armageddon so 
we do have some feedback. I think I have gotten all of my thoughts out on this episode. I don't think I'm lingering on anything. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into the feedback. Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for The Flash, Season 8, Episode 5, the Armageddon finale. Um, yeah, this one was um, this one was a mixed bag for me, this episode. Um, there are some things I certainly enjoyed about it, and there are some things that not so much. Um, I'll talk about the not so much first. Um yeah, and this one, I needed a moment. That's why I ended up um, messaging, saying what y'all thought about it, because I was in my head in regards to this episode, particularly the um, the Joe, Iris, and Barry scene. Um, I was trying to rationalize it in my brain as to, you know, understand the argument they were trying to make. And I think I was going a little bit too far in trying to understand it instead of just feeling how I felt about it um, because again in my line of work we see some horrendous things you know we see some of the worst things humans can do to another human being and we still have to work with these people um, and all that good stuff but I think in this sorry my phone rang I had to pause um, so in this situation I feel like, and here's the thing about the Flash. I I just feel like they they fall short when they when they have these moral or ethical dilemma type uh, episodes. Um, just like with the metahuman cure um, in season five, it's Cicada. Um, I feel the same in regards to this argument when it comes to Thawne, killer not to kill. I mean, first of all, they're not killing him; they're just letting him die. Um, you know suffering the consequences of decisions that he made um but at the same time it's like I felt like Joe should have been or could have been more empathetic you know because Barry just got back from a timeline where Thawn killed him and took his life took his wife his the whole life and made him you know and made him out to be the bad guy and so it's like you he's fresh off of experiencing that and then this whole situation with thong comes up about saving him yes i mean he has every right to feel the way he feels this type of way and just saying hey let let dude you know suffer the consequences of all that he's done all the manipulations that he's done and so for barry to just yell at barry and iris for feeling the way they feel i felt was a little bit over the top um i mean again why not talk to them you know empathize you know just let them know where you're coming from i didn't think i didn't think all that yelling was necessary um to get them to understand his point of view even though i didn't think his point of view was that great of a point of view but (laughs) i still think that him getting that upset over what they were saying was it was just a bit much um yeah, the, the, and again, they're not killing him. They're and I know there's a there's a line there, a thin line between you know that point of whether or not you're killing someone versus. I mean, they're not physically like, yeah, I'm killing you, but you're allowing someone to die. That's still, you know, not a, the best of things to do when you can save them. But then again, it's like, should we save Dawn? And what are the consequences of saving him? Um, and why can't this be the consequence? You know, these are his actions and this is the consequence of what he's done throughout the years. So it's an interesting debate to have, but as I feel like the Flash, that's not their strong suit is having that debate. Um, so anyway, and it fell short in this episode for me. Um, as for the things I enjoyed, I enjoyed seeing Barry, um, being the leader and the superhero that he has been in this event, just not needing the help of the team, 
being the maturation of his abilities, all the different things he's able to do. He had a lightning shield. He like had like speed mirage, like 10 speed mirages, 15, I don't even know. It was a lot. Um, and, and using just different things that he was doing. And I enjoyed seeing that, you know, was the CGI, you know, the best in the world? No, but this is CW. It's a TV show. I don't, I never hold that against the show because I know they do the best they can with the budget that they have. And so I just go with what um, they're able to do. Um, So I I just try not to, you know, shame them too much for, you know, working within a budget that they have because, Again, you know, I've said this a while back, but, you know, growing up, there was none of this live action stuff. Um, So I can appreciate them bringing these types of things, these characters to life, to live action, not just animation. So, um, yeah, so I'll always appreciate that and I'll, you know, go with it. It's just that's the way it is. It's not we're not talking million you know billion dollar budget for these shows so they do the best they can um as for so i love that barry you know his um i don't want to say that other (laughs) phrase but his his maturity as a hero we get we got to see that big time his maturity as a leader him taking charge i love that iris is you know still iris you know she's still taking charge she's telling allegra and frost hey you go babysit thawne my husband's got this it's he don't need your help and so um the things uh other things like the i don't watch these other Arrowverse shows um arrow or um legends of tomorrow so i don't not too familiar with these characters i don't know who nora is other than the mentioning her before damien dark not familiar with him at all and of course i'm familiar a little bit with mia but not to the point where i know what's going on with her so those stories, it, I mean, there's nice to have them, you know, they're crossing over to the show. So, you know, I understand that aspect of it, but that emotional, like uh, invested in what was going on with her, none of that existed for me personally. So um, it was just a story that was being told and I, you know, sat back and watched, so, but there was no investment there for me. Um, as for, I love the Thawn and Barry scene. I love hearing that backstory. I can't, uh, hopefully the show will get us that backstory so we can come full circle of Thawne and everything that went down to why he ended up coming back and killing, well, to kill him, but ended up killing Nora. Um, Coming full circle in that way. Um, So I'm hoping that's coming in a future season. Because, I mean, whether I guess we're getting another season. I would have thought they would have announced it by now if we weren't. But I don't know. Who knows? I enjoyed the Barry Barry and Joe scene with him. You know, first he was going to sit there and hang out with everybody. But then when he heard Joe's voice, he rushed over to see him. And I understand that, you know. He, he was just in a timeline where he thought Joe was dead. So, yeah, I'm sure he it was important for him to see him in that moment. Even though I don't know Mia that well, I mean, we do, I do know a little bit about Arrow or Oliver, sadly. I mean, much to my displeasure. Um, but I did like that Mia Iris scene at the end. I, I mean, I enjoyed their scenes. I mean, again, not knowing too much about all of that, it was still nice, you know, Iris trying to be that motherly figure and all of that to Mia and help her understand what she needed to do and what being a hero is about and all that. So I thought that was nice. Can can I, Barry and Iris get a moment? Is that at all possible? I mean, I know they had one in previous episodes, but after everything that happened, they didn't even get a moment um, after he came back. <clears throat> to talk about all that stuff, you know, the fact that his wife was about to marry some other man, you know, is <laughs> not just some other man, Thawne. So it's just weird that they didn't get a moment um, to like talk about it themselves amongst themselves. They even said it in this episode, like, have we, do we even get moments? Can they show that a little bit? You know, that would be nice to see just Baron Iris, you know, 
talking crap over every once in a while like married people do. Anyone else think that Caitlyn's reason for being stagnant in Star Labs made no sense? Like you don't, you can, they can still be your family and you can still go out and do other things. So Cisco did it. So like that don't even make any sense when he was shading her. So yeah, I thought that was like, okay, Caitlin, that's a stupid reason to stick around Star Labs. Anyway, my time is up. So until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, queen of the couch, shy. That was Queen Shy with her feedback on this episode. She was in my inbox like, when are you recording this? If my voice sounds raspy, that's also actually why I have it. My 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 allergies be acting up sometimes. So I'm going to start from last to first. Uh, I'm going to disagree on the Caitlyn thing. I thought that was... I don't think that that's a stupid reason. <laughs> um, to say that, hey, I've been working here. What? Because I ain't got nothing else better to do. Is basically what Thawne was saying. Like, hey, everybody else got an extra life. You don't got a man. You don't got this. You don't got that. And I'm like, okay, so basically what you're saying is I need to do all these other things to be successful. You don't. I can stay here with the people that I love working with that aren't just my coworkers or just people who are in and out of my life, but my family. I, I don't think that that's a stupid answer to give to someone who's trying to drag your life and how it's I mean that's almost saying you know why are you single what you you know you just been sitting single because you can't get a man it's like no I like being by myself there's just something uh, I, I I just disagree on that point uh, I thought that was probably one of the best Caitlyn acted scenes I've seen in a while uh, from her in particular because there was genuine honesty in that. Like, I'm here because I want to be here. And don't try to demoralize what I do. And try to throw my losses in my face as if that's somehow... Like, that's all you got against me? Like, you're the one that fucking needs my help right now. But I feel as if he was pushing in a way that didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, if you needed help, why the fuck are you over here dragging my life? Like, you need me. If you can figure it out, why aren't you out there doing it? Which I think he probably is in some way, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, Iris and Barry get in a moment. I think I explained last feedback. <laughs> I didn't care. I didn't even think it was needed. Yeah, they had a moment by the bar. They came in, they were holding hands. I guess if that's what you're into, I, I, hey, I mean, I'm okay with seeing more shots of them in different aspects of their life like maybe doing you know maybe being here when you get a call instead of like in star labs or at home like maybe out shopping you know that would be a fun thing to see but them just sitting there talking about boring shit i don't want to see that <laughs> that's your thing it's all right it's all good but i don't i don't think that they were deprived much i think that they were both showcased as a power couple but also as a movement by themselves as well. Uh, and I feel as if I got we got a scene with them recently. Well, I mean, yeah, they can't they haven't talked about everything, but it just happened. Um I know that's a big complaint though. I've heard a lot of like, why well, I want more one-on-one scenes. I guess that just depends on I don't feel like this is the type of show where you're gonna get all that all the time. And it's not something you need to focus on in my opinion anyway, to still convey those emotions. I, I still felt them anyway. I do drag on the scenes with some of the CGI, but like I didn't I was not a huge fan of like I was really happy that he did duplicates. I was all excited about that, but I wasn't necessarily happy on the execution. But I'm also with you. It's those are not things that break it for me. It's more often than not the script that falls short. So yeah, if, if those scenes don't, aren't, you know, some extra level, that's not bothersome. But when you have it in line with sloppy scripts, it can be even more jarring <laughs> to look at. Um, and thus having a more negative effect. And, um... 
lastly the joe argument yeah i agree with you joe could have been way more empathetic i'm not trying to i know i make jokes about it but in all honesty um this man has information on your child that he should not have and he did it in a way um that exploited her so yes she should be able to feel a certain way as a woman you know it's one thing when barry runs off i don't think you have chances to really think about it like oh in this other timeline you're doing this that and the other thing it's on the surface level um and even though i make jokes about my crack ship <laughs> he definitely insinuated himself in her life in a way that wasn't healthy or honest and even if you don't want to think about it past that that's enough for her to be angry and barry well he has more than enough in his piggy bank to maybe say you know what i i keep doing this i'm in a cycle when do i stop this cycle can i have a moment of pondering that and then joe coming in and explaining not yelling at them not telling them they're going to tell this family apart but sitting down with him and not being angry in that moment and being like you said yeah i understand that this is not easy the easy route is to simply allow things to happen yeah that is what makes the flash different and if they want to start from this point like i know i make all the jokes too about <laughs> the fact that they've already put bodies on their hands but different showrunner if from eric wallace's flash going forward this is what we're committing to then that has to stay consistent it can't then go for your ultimate enemy and not your your smallest enemy right um like if you're going to make this commitment to your morale you have to be committed no matter what the situation is like i got what joe was trying to say or what he was supposed to be conveying in that argument if there's another way then you take the other way even if the better way is just to let him die that's easier for who you and yeah probably means death to a lot of other people <laughs> we know this but at the same time you yourself are corrupted because once you go down that line there's no stopping it it's going to be way easier to do it next time and the next time and the next time so that's why you if you're going to make that commitment that we don't kill you can't say well but it's gone no you don't kill so i mean i got where he was going but uh yeah it's like a sexual predator right you came across him he was getting he choked put food in his mouth and he was choking do i want to give him the heimlich no no want to give him the heimlich you are a a sadist child predator of course not you're the the lowest of the lowest you stated in your job however i can't do when if i walked away and he died it would be on him it really would because you shouldn't have shoved that food in your mouth without chewing properly <laughs> i know this is a kind of weak ass i'm sure if i gave myself time i can come with a better analogy but this is what i'm going with however how many times are you going to think about that bloated face in your dreams are you going to feel good is that going to sit on your soul how much is that going to taint you so i know that i am all for in my fiction i truly am I'm, I'm a morally gray person i think that you it's about i'm what the show is trying to do is one thing in reality it's i'm more of a, a cynical side where it's about what causes the least amount of harm and if killing him is going to save more lives than not killing him then we gotta kill him but great discussion if you want to join in our feedback section once the show comes back and god only knows i think february you can send that to blackocouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic